It is an unfortunate fact that the elderly are taken advantage of every day. While the estate planning and government assistance laws are quite complex and ever-changing, how do you keep track of them? Through elder law attorney Michael Cohen. He's there for you to answer any of your planning questions in a way that you and your loved ones will easily understand. Mike has devoted his entire career to dutifully informing and protecting our parents and grandparents, aunts and uncles, anyone in need. Join us now to learn more about estate planning essentials with Michael Cohen and co-host Don Crawford Jr. Here now are Michael and Don. I welcome you once again to the Estate Planning Essentials Program, aggressively seeking to protect your family, your assets, and you. And I'm sitting with my very good friend, my co-host, my vacation-bound, my attorney, Michael Cohen. Hello, Michael. Hello, Don. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. Uh, when I saw you today, I said to myself, he looks very worked. I wouldn't say overworked, but worked, and I think it's time for a vacation. What do you think? Well, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> exactly. Well said. Although it's not a 15-minute uh, flight, I understand, so you're going to have your work cut off where you're getting there, but when you get there, hopefully you'll relax and um, get some deserved rest, because Lord knows how hard you work. Um, today, Michael, well, every day, every program, we talk about health. We talk about financial health, mental health. Uh, we talk about physical health. And in this program, we wanted to talk about the gut and the brain and health overall. I know it's a little departure from what we normally do with the program, but today, this is an important topic because it's recently in the news. Yeah, you know, of course, uh, the way it, I, it's not directly affecting estate planning or public benefits planning, but in a way, it's indirectly it is because as we live longer, uh, people are living longer, a lot of times people uh, get some sort of dementia, uh, whether it be Alzheimer's or frontal temporal or vascular, et cetera. Uh, there's all sorts of different types of dementias, and as a result, um, people may be in a diminished state that needs care. And so we need to figure out ways where we could solve this uh, problem uh, about um, people with dementia. Uh, and so then we have to figure out, well, what's the cause of dementia? And maybe we could solve the problem. And that, of course, takes a lot of time and a lot of money uh, and for research. And recent research has shown that, that your gut your gastrointestinal tract disorders could affect your brain, mm. uh, and which could mean leading to things like Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is if you could find treatments for um, treatment of the gut mm -hmm. and these disorders, then maybe it could be because of this genetic link uh, that you could perhaps maybe lead to at least some uh, I don't know if it'll lead to a cure for Alzheimer's or anything like that. We don't even know if it causes Alzheimer's. However, we, there has been this linkage now that shows that the gut, if you have a gastrointestinal tract disorder, that it could lead to a unhealthy brain because there's this axis between the gut and the brain. So what happens 
is there's these things called uh, microbiomes, biomes, I think uh-huh. it's called, uh-huh. uh, that have bacteria. And the bacteria eventually goes up that there's maybe some byproducts, and it kind of leads up to the brain, which may lead to inflammation, which could cause uh, the uh, brain to have dementia. And so, uh, so a healthy gut may lead to a healthy brain. Okay. So then you say, well, how do we do that? Well, we got to find out. Uh, first of all, one of the things that you got to find out is what causes the problem with the gut. And there's all sorts of issues, all sorts of different things well beyond uh, my knowledge. Uh, it's, it's hard enough for me to even say uh, bacteria, uh, much less <laughs> microbiomes or biomes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll just I'll just call them uh, microbes uh, because that uh, creates breaks down the nutrients uh, which uh, from the food, and that leads to the byproducts. And so then you say, well, D, uh, we know that there's different things that people could do. Uh, that on different types of problems with health, uh, and this really maybe we should have had uh, Sarah on the show because really this is more of a nutrition issue. Uh, and, it, it, you know, we have always known that bad nutrition leads to heart disease and strokes and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it also, uh, even high cholesterol could be a problem here uh, that could lead to the issues that go on to affect the brain possibly. Mm-hmm. And it, we're starting to see that things are all maybe with these bacteria. There's all these bacteria that maybe everything is kind of connected and that, uh, you know, so then you say, well, okay, well, should I have a healthier diet, leafy, you know, greens, Mm -hmm. fruits, uh, vegetables, Mm -hmm. things like that. People have been talking about plant foods. I'm not saying that everybody should not give up everything. I can't tell you to do that. And we need to disclaim that we're not doctors. Yeah, we're not doctors. So consult your doctor for any of this. We're just going by an article we read. Yeah, well, not only just, there's just not just articles. There's been studies in both Japan Mm -hmm. and the United Kingdom. And they just, at the end of July of this year, uh, it was just, it was even announced at the Alzheimer's. Association meeting about the re, the the re, the connection, mm-hmm. and so this is really getting to be. This is not just one study or one article or anything like that. This is several things where hundreds of thousands of people have been uh, looked at, I believe, and they've seen, or at least many thousands of people, uh, to get the results from this test, and they are showing that. Basically, just like anything, I guess a healthy diet, exercise, sleep, all leads to uh, a better. Uh, in other words, we may have to change our lifestyle mm-hmm. if you want to be really. And I know that that would be an impossible thing to do for most of us, uh, but technically, that might be the answer to be a reduced risk, at least, uh, as far as, as reducing the risk of that brain inflammation, mm-hmm. which could result in dementia. Lots of things that you said, I laugh because I joked that inflation means inflammation. And when you when you misspoke and said inflation first, I was thinking, well, of course, that's on the brain, too. Right, right. The word inflation, because inflation is congruent to inflammation in many ways because it's really hurt this country the last year. I think it's at 9.1%. I heard somebody say today, my, my goodness, that's terrible. But nevertheless, you being the chair of the Dallas chapter of the Alzheimer's organization, which congratulations again, is that the highest up the chair incidentally? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty amazing, but not surprising. I, I never really thought about it. I wonder if Michael would become the chair 
because I probably said to myself, he doesn't have the time, but your heart, of course, comes first, and your commitment to God and man comes first, and it looks like you're making an atypical but amazing sacrifice. Well, yeah. Now, we, I, I hope that, you know, since you mentioned the Alzheimer's Association, uh, they're, of course, trying to find a cure to end Alzheimer's. Yep. And in fact, even though this is a few months early, the walk to end Alzheimer's, which is going to be on November 5th, mm-hmm. uh, there'll be a couple different locations, um, is going to be happening. And I hope that many people will join us, join Michael's Marchers. I must, That's right. I have to thank uh, KWM, the Percy Fund, you personally, uh, for the generous contribution to our walk team to help find a cure to this hideous disease mm-hmm. that affects us all. Uh, if we could find that, I think it'll be not only will we have a healthier America, uh, a lot less uh, for those who are more physically conservative, then then we'll have a lot less expense. You know, so mm-hmm. many people end up kind of on Medicaid, mm-hmm. long-term care, because uh, the, uh, as a result of dementia of some sort, people are living longer. Uh, you know, it used to be, uh, unfortunately, uh, I'll, I'll, as a personal note, um, my father died when I was in high school mm-hmm. uh, when um, they did, didn't have, a long, long time ago, they didn't have bypass surgery. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, they didn't have that. Now they're finding more and more advances to science, and now people are living longer. But when you live longer, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden those people who might have had the heart attack and died or whatever may have dementia in the future. Mm-hmm. And so then we have to say, oh, gee, and as we hit the baby boomers, the gray tsunami, that we will have more and more people with dementia, and it gets to be a, a problem that we all face. I don't think that there's any Anybody that we don't that's listening that doesn't know somebody that has some sort of dementia, mm-hmm. they've known somebody, and so it affects us all. And therefore, we have an at least I feel like we have an obligation to take care of others mm-hmm. and to try even. And, but even if you don't feel that way, mm-hmm. just think of the of uh, the cost of care, the amount that the government helps pay for care. So even if you don't have the uh, emotional feelings of trying to. Um, take care of your fellow man, then you should be physically conservative and say we should save more so we could have more for roads or something with other health care or military or whatever your favorite thing may be, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, this could, if we could solve this problem, it'll be a great thing for everybody. It would be a great thing. Um, you're very deserving. You work very hard for Alzheimer's. You walk, you raise money. You go to those meetings almost invariably, and to make certain that Dallas does its part. And I thank you for that. I know the audience thanks you for that. And the caregivers, as well as the victims, thank you for that. So we're grateful for that. It's funny, because as you were talking, I I try to listen to every single word you say, and you keep saying fiscally. Michael means F-I-S-S-C-A-L-O, fiscally, Uh as in financially. Uh But he's talking about physical when it comes to Alzheimer's and when it comes to the gut and how that's affecting brain health. And what I was going to say a moment ago was that you taught me a long time ago that they didn't have um, technology back then that they have now, so people are living longer. Well, they weren't eating Pop-Tarts back then either, Michael, as you taught me, and they weren't eating Oreo cookies back then. They didn't develop them then. So there weren't the preservatives, the additives, all that garbage in that food that now is in it. Those four big ones, um, cookies, chips, 
Frozen foods and soda are the four killers, according to this latest article I read in the Wall Street Journal. And because of those four things, people are getting dementia, and that's really sad, and it's got to be stopped. Yeah. In fact, unfortunately, a lot of times it's people uh, who have less means that are having more soda or processed foods mm-hmm. uh, that we're seeing is from what I'm saying. You're exactly what you're saying. So, you, you, yeah, so you shouldn't have that chili cheese dog nope. uh, with uh, French fries and a Coke because that is going to be um, something that this, at least from what we see from the studies, mm-hmm. uh, would be more likely to, even if it didn't affect the brain, is going to affect heart or whatever, any of these other things. So I think you're absolutely right. And we're just finding that there's more of a connection. And so those who are um, a lot of times who either want to do something fast or whatever, uh, unfortunately, uh, it may be unhealthy for them. Uh, some people say, well, uh, you know, the, uh, I, you know, I just want instant gratification. <laughs> right. It seems like that's the world that we have today. But uh, if you want to live a longer, healthier life, then probably there should be a change of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't agree more. It's interesting because you look at that and say, well, this is harmless, this fried chicken sandwich, because I can basically see what Chick-fil-A is serving. It's fried chicken, it's pickles, it's bread, and it won't do that much damage, but it's the preservatives, not certainly in Chick-fil-A, but whatever food that you can't see, the additives you can't see that will accrue and end up hurting you down the road short and long term. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid you're right. I mean, I, I must say that I love I love fried foods. Mm-hmm. I love fried foods. Uh-oh. and um, But I try to reduce them to a minimum at this point. Good. Uh, I used to I, – if I was used to think if I had my last meal that I would have some fried chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, now I kind of reduce it to maybe oh, two or three times a year. So it's not really? like wow. – so it's mm-hmm. – so, and, you know, just like – you know, over years, you reduce the red meat, the uh, – yeah. and I love bread. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just thinking, oh, gee, I just love this. And mm-hmm. it's it, and so I, I, I can't go cold turkey, as they say. Uh-huh. But um, still, at least I'm cognizant. We were meeting – I know I was meeting with somebody for lunch, and we were talking about this. Um, and I was talking – and when I was there, I said, I, I want to let you know – I was thinking about these studies when I ordered today. That's good. Uh-huh. And so, uh, it, it, you know, I'm not perfect. I could tell you sure. that. So I'm not telling people out there you need to completely change your lifestyle. But if you wanted to have um, a more of a reduction of a risk for a healthier life, then just take that in consideration. It's very good. You have choices. You have options. You're a role model, whether you realize it or not. For others around you who may be victimized by dementia, by children around you, what you eat, what you say, how you live your life. So try to make some changes, even if it, if you're affected economically by things like inflation or just overall income. Um, you can replace that soda with water. You can replace the cookies with an apple. Things like that can be done, and you can pull that off even economically and maybe even save money. So there are options out there. But So I think it's, it's two E words, Michael. It's economic, and it's also education, explaining to people that there are alternatives. Yeah, I mean, and so now, by the way, if you do get 
dementia or whatever, you should do some different planning, and that's how this is all connected. But, you know, even people, certainly at the early stages of dementia, can still do planning, and they should. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that we could resolve it where uh, some of those issues that we have planned for now when we do, people do wills or trust or powers of attorney and things like that, uh, that those things will, some of the things that we do today hopefully in the future will be diminished uh, because of people becoming healthier. But the reality is there'll still always, at least in our lifetime, uh, unfortunately, until we find a cure, Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm hoping that it'll come sooner rather than later, but until that time comes, people have to do estate planning as long as there's uh, situations where people have dementia or any other types of diseases that are a chronic illness. You know, I appreciate that so much, more than you realize, because you never know. Michael and I could get up after doing this radio show, get in our cars, and just get T-boned by an 18-wheeler, and then what? And, well, I'm young, or I'm healthy, or it's prepared, or I had my state plan done five years ago. That's very reckless, uh, if it matters to you. If it doesn't matter to you, if you want to do the things that many celebrities have done or others where they just don't care or they think, like I just said, not think, but like I, I gave examples of, okay, that's their money to do what they want, but think of the problems they're going to leave behind if they get into an accident or just slowly but suddenly, whether this cup of coffee that I'm drinking now will affect me or the Pop-Tarts that someone will eat will affect them. Think about doing something, whether, as Michael always says, it's your local attorney there in Oklahoma or Illinois or New Hampshire, wherever you're listening to this program, or right here in Dallas, Texas. Think about getting your plan reviewed to make sure it's current in terms of the laws and current in terms of what you want. Yeah, the laws are always changing. Always. I mean, we had the Inflation Act, and by the way, that you, since you mentioned inflation, there are certain benefits there for mm-hmm. uh, elderly. Of course, we deal with the elderly a lot. Prescription drug cost limitations. Mm-hmm. Um, there may be a refund for if they're they paid more if, if the drug company paid more than the inflation rate that you mentioned. Uh, there's going to be different. There's going to be the government can Medicare is going to be able to. Um, uh, meet with the drug companies and re- reduce drug costs. So there's different benefits that, you, since you mentioned inflation, on what's going on mm-hmm. recently. Um, so anyway, yeah, so we have to think about all the different things. And when you have that, uh, you want to reduce, you know, sometimes you want to get either Medicare coverage or Medicaid coverage, depending on what your situation is. And a lot of times that takes planning. Mm-hmm. Very much so. What else can we talk about, Michael, regarding the gut and how it may, how it may be affecting the brain and the brain health? Well, I think, you know, first of all, to reduce that risk, it's the things that we just mentioned. Plus, we didn't mention exercise and sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, uh, as you saw that when I came uh, in today, you said, "Uh uh-oh, he didn't have enough sleep last Mm -hmm. night. (laughs) And, uh, you know, so really we should try to get more sleep and exercise more on a consistent basis. Uh, I know that it's all, that's a difficult thing, Mm -hmm. uh, but we, as I keep on saying to myself, I put down um, goals, uh, not only uh, 
for my office, but also personally. And one of those goals is to set aside a certain amount of time uh, on a more consistent basis for exercise. And I hope that others will do the same. When you do that, it's also going to uh, reduce risk of different types of diseases, not just for the dementia that we just talked about, but for anything. And so... Have you ever heard any doctor say, don't exercise? No, but but, you know, I remember when I was a kid, (laughs) it's really kind of funny. Um, I, I would see the doctor say, "Don't smoke" or, or whatever, uh-huh. and, and as he had a cigarette in his mouth. Oh no! You know, and be obese. But <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, a little inconsistent to say the least. But yeah, you're right about the exercise and the sleep. My understanding with the sleep is at least seven hours. Sometimes you can get too much sleep. Certainly, you can get too little sleep. And then, of course, the exercise thing: half an hour. Four to five days a week is my understanding of what I've done for 40 years now. Yeah. No, I, and that's my goal. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope to do that. I'm not as good as you, and uh, just like, and I'm not as good as you as the, you you know, you, the nutrition aspect either, which is something that I think that we should all aspire to, but uh, I'm hoping to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I hope so many, some people might be affected here today that listen mm-hmm. to maybe just to do, don't do everything at once mm-hmm. because you can't, you know, it's kind of like, uh, drinking uh, water from a fire hose, it's too much and you just won't be consistent. Just true. do, so, just maybe make a change a little bit at a time mm-hmm. and maybe your health could be better and then when your health is better, uh, it doesn't mean you shouldn't do any kind of estate planning uh, because still everybody should have that mm-hmm. because like you said, you could be uh, hit by a car today mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you love who, whoever your beneficiaries may be mm-hmm. uh, or your heirs, mm-hmm. uh, then you should do some planning, whether it not only be what happens if you die, mm-hmm. but also if you're alive. Exactly. Because, you know, right now we've been talking about so much about this dementia. Uh, how are we going to pay for the cost of care? Mm-hmm. How are we going? What happens? Who's going to take care of me uh, or financially? Who's going to make my medical decisions? Who's there's who's going to have access to to my medical records, yeah. who's going to uh, be in charge of my body after I die as well, uh, That could, especially if you want a cremation. Uh, the, um, who's gonna, there's so many different types of basic estate planning, whether it be a will or a trust, a financial power of attorney, a medical power of attorney, a living will, the ability to have access to medical records, who's in charge of the body. Maybe you have digital assets. Maybe there's some sort of mental health issues and that you may be going in and out for mental reasons. There's all sorts of different documents for each type of situation. And to do that, so people should plan Mm -hmm. uh, to uh, plan for those different types of events, whatever it may be for you, it's best for you. And everybody's situation is different. Mm -hmm. And so everybody should be uh, examined to see what their story is best for them. And this is what planning is all about. And Michael says one step at a time. He couldn't be more accurate, couldn't be more correct. Your next step should be to attend his next workshop. That's a free estate planning essentials workshop. It's in person. It's at his offices. It's Thursday, August the 18th at 10 o'clock. And Michael, tell everybody about the free workshop. First of all, why is it called a workshop? 
We call it a workshop, not a seminar, because it's interactive. We ask people what they want to know, and over two hours during that free estate planning essentials workshop, we ask people what they want to know. And you not only get your questions answered without, it's just totally free without obligation, but also you'll hear the questions of others, the things that you hadn't even thought right. about, and that you're going to learn there. It's free. Uh, and to go to that free estate planning essentials workshop, which will answer your questions, whether it be about estate planning, Medicaid, veterans benefits, whatever it is regarding estate planning or connected to it, all you have to do is call 214-720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. Or sign up online at Dallas Elder lawyer.com that's dallas elder lawyer.com and i should also say that Here we and, go. And this is there you he know look, speaking he looked, of, down, he looked down at his coffee mug yes i did and because this is the bonus which i think that people really don't go for the estate plan. no never never they don't want that free <laughs> uh, legal advice no 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 they they want the kwm coffee mug mm-hmm. who could ask for anything more mm-hmm. i mean you know uh, some people give gifts for christmas some people that's you know some people had christmas in july i suppose mm-hmm. but uh, Others are maybe even looking for uh, Labor Day, mm-hmm. and they're saying, what kind of gift could I give for Labor Day? Mm-hmm. And some say, that I imagine there's some that say, that KAAM coffee mug is what we've been looking for. No. No, you don't, I don't think I don't so? Think many people oh, well, say that. Well, but it's a bonus. It's a way to thank the individuals for coming to listen to you, to get some free expertise and advice on estate planning. You have always said, I copy and mimic you and say, you don't produce surgery or do surgery on yourself. You have somebody else, an expert, a doctor do it. Michael's not a a doctor, but he is an expert when it comes to estate planning. He's an attorney, obviously. And therefore, that's why you should attend the workshop. And then that's the first step as in two stepping stones. The second step is then the vision meeting. Yeah, if you only for those people who go to the free estate planning essentials workshop, they also get a free one-on-one meeting with me personally uh, to see what their individual situation is in more depth. Uh, So that's three free hours of legal education without obligation. Again, all you have to do to go to that free workshop and to get those three free hours uh, is to call 214-720-0102, or sign up online at DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com. You don't have to go to that extra uh, one-hour meeting. It's just some, It's just an ob, It's without obligation. But a lot of people choose to take advantage of that extra free hour to answer their questions uh, in private. That uh, workshop is Thursday, August the eighteenth at ten o'clock. And where is the workshop again? Where's it's, it located? It's in the conference center of our office building, which is close to Medical City Hospital, which is, you know, close to Central Expressway and LBJ. It's actually uh, Central Expressway and Forest Lane, okay. if you know where that is. In numeric terms, it's 635 and 75. Yes. That's what we do in Pennsylvania. We talk numbers. I never. We have lots of names for our freeways, too. We just don't use them for some reason. So 30 seconds, Michael, the bottom line regarding the gut and the brain. I think all of us, if you care about yourself, it's kind of like, you know, a lot of times people may not care, or maybe they have an addiction of some sort, but, um, you know, really, if we could take care of ourselves, 
uh, it really is not only good for you, but it's good for others. And so I hope that uh, somebody will try to at least change their lifestyle in some way, a little bit at a time, to help themselves as well as their family or their loved ones so that we all have a healthier life and that uh, we still ought to have some planning, but still, in, in any event, I'm hoping that maybe, just maybe, if we could affect one person and have a healthier lifestyle, then this show has been worth it. Excellent. Well, then the theme or name of this program is Gut Check, and this is what we want you to do. Check your gut, check your lifestyle, check your diet, exercise, sleep, food, those three things, and maybe make some improvements. The other step one is to attend Michael's next workshop on Thursday, August 18th at 10 o'clock. Michael Cohen, I thank you, sir. Thank you, Don. Leading estate planner practicing law for decades in Dallas, Texas, Michael Cohen is ready to educate you about the Texas and federal laws. The next step to that end is to attend his next workshop by going to his website, which is DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com and sign up for that free estate planning essentials workshop. Or you can also call him by dialing 214-720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. A talk show host on KAAM for eight years now, Michael Cohen is the person you want to evaluate what could currently be a rather insufficient estate plan. Make certain that is not the case and that it is created and completed your way by signing up for his next free workshop today.